it's the freaking the the nerd mel hollywood california harmontown's in the session and i'm the host jeff davis i'm the comptroller and i'm hosting the show and please welcome the mayor kevin day is the mayor of harmontown oh that's that's a lot of pressure spencer I don't know yep. if I'm ready for that. Okay. Oh, no, you're ready, my friend. You are so ready. Should I remove the spotlight? Do you want some scream time, Kevin? You are the mayor. All right, all right. There we go. Oh, we I'm got alive. Kevin in the house. He's got four bars, ladies and gentlemen, and look at them. They are red. And, oh, boy, that was the Harmontown opening to the show. What a funny, good bit to start the show with. You know, we love to have a good joke, and that was a joke and not just like a noun like just like a mad lib style <laughs> half-ass entry but you know it is harmontown today you know it's harmontown when steve levy is here and he is uh so let's introduce i him. don't know uh, kevin true. yeah what do you mean you don't think so i think it's like a little bit of a reunion the three of us yeah you know it's harmontown is back in session this is we're gonna we can put we can technically legally we can put this in the harmontown feed and we can call it episode you know whatever and force people to comment on it in the harmontown reddit you know because (laughs) it'll be there um but but yeah i don't know jesus christ man i don't know what is up i've been okay so i guess i'll just come clean um Something I try to do is not smoke within two hours of the show. And I don't always nail that. And today's one of those days. And it's fine. It's fine. But I'm not as funny or as present when I'm high. And it's fine. And it's not good. But, you know, if I'm doing the show, uh, you know, sometimes I'm going to do it bad. I was just thinking that something that I haven't considered is the idea of taking breaks. You know how, you know how Callie takes all these breaks? I should do that. Take my own breaks. What, what you know, so on a week like what were you saying, Steve? Sorry. What happens during a break? Well, I'm just, I, you know, if I'm Wait. feeling like, man, I don't think I would do a good show this weekend. I'd be like, well, let's just take the week off or something. You know, I don't know because that's what Callie does. And here's the secret. The world keeps spinning. It doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't ruin everything like I seem to think it will. But anyway, that's enough. So you get a sense of the show. Steve was saying before the show that he's never listened to it before, which I recommend. It's not a good show, so don't listen. Um, But, you know, this is what happens is we talk to the guests, but mostly I just kind of talk about myself. You know, it sucks. Um, But what's up, man? Um, we We do a thing on the show called Life Update. Let's start with you. What's your life update? Last time we met was you know i don't know what's what's been happening well we you know we've been texting on and off what what's happened last since we last were texting you know in the past month or so uh in the last month or so uh, just getting I, I i i got a house and i've just been getting it into shape and wow and uh I don't know. The last month's been just fires, fires on all my productions, and I'm trying to put them out actively. So, yeah, typical your typical kind of stuff, juggling five shows at once. That's especially typical for you. You're always you're always quoted as saying, you know, putting out fires and stuff. I just that's a very familiar thing to hear from you, but. uh, (laughs) five productions man what are you working like what's what are you what are what are all the things i have uh a fox show that we've announced called crapopolis Um, right right rick and morty uh we have a one show i can't talk about because i don't think it's announced uh sure a show at fx called little demon with danny devito and aubrey plaza um and a show at apple called strange planet uh yeah yeah 
strange planet like uh, nathan pile the alien so it's like is it yeah, based yeah, on yeah, those yeah. comics that's it yeah exactly wow so they're going around talking about roll suckers or suck rollers and yeah thing touchers and yeah exactly exospeak that's a good name for it that's crazy okay so that was four right is there one more oh there's one that i i don't think it's announced so i can't really talk there's about two it. unannounced ones the, or did i count wrong I, we, there's a one unannounced movie and one unannounced okay so jesus christ i'm working on yeah well what's what's it like how do you how do you manage i mean how do you that's so much what it like uh, how do you manage your day-to-day do you just i don't know i think like in covid it made it easier for us to 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 work just kind of um, coordinate and stuff whereas before we were having to drive all over the city for meetings like now it's just zoom so we have a rule now it's like there's only three blocks in a day and it's 10 30 to 12 30 is one session um then there's a 12 30 to 2 30 lunch and then 12 th- uh 2 30 to 4 30 is another session and those are typically those are always there and then should we need a third session which on a rare occasion we may or not so rare uh if you ask dan i guess but 4 30 to let's say six, we would do like an edit or a review or something. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. We just knock it all out. And, and it's been, it's been going really well. I mean, I've, I've never seen Dan write as much as he has in the last, in, in over COVID. Um, he's written probably like, what feels like 20 scripts, maybe like <laughs> mostly just him um which is wild and then you know on top of that you have all the rewrites for rick and morty and, mm. and, and uh and the other shows so it's it's been very busy um but you know like in animation things can slow down and then production gets crazy about where's the script and where's this thing and edit sessions needing to happen um it was hard enough with just Rick and Morty. So then when you throw in another big show, like our Fox show, it becomes especially hard to juggle everything. But um, considering all that, uh, it's, we've been doing a pretty good job. I don't think we would have been able to do this four years ago. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that level of output alone seems, uh, you know, what do you call it? Unprecedented. I think so. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, okay. We got to get real for a second. Why are you talking so quiet? You sound like you're talking quiet. What's going on over there? Oh, is it my, my input? I don't know. You just seem low. You just seem low energy. Like you're trying, like someone's napping or something. Is there, are you just tired? What's up? I, yeah, I am. I am tired. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you're tired on a sunday afternoon evening? i'm tired always man um what did I you do th- today i ran errands i had to go i had to go to the office uh on a sunday i well i had to take down these like posters it's a whole thing uh but, but, but that's it, not a day of work it's a day of rest steve god said i know there are just like little odds and ends that i needed to do um, sure. I, I talked to IT Nick, you know, and he's like, yeah, well, there's sometimes there's things. Uh, and then uh, I watched the Miami Hurricanes lose in the NCAA tournament, which was brutal. Uh, oh, my God. Now you're talking Kevin's language. <laughs> and then I passed out on the couch. I did some uh, chores around the house, and now I'm here. Um, I, why am I tired? I, I, my therapist was like, boy, you're always talking about how tired you are. There's this app I want you to use to track kind of like your day to day. Cause I would go in and be like, I don't know what I want to talk about. I don't remember yeah. yesterday. I don't remember. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard to have the stuff in your mind when you go in, which is yeah. kind of an important part of the whole therapy cycle. Exactly. And so this app, like 
any time of day. I do morning and night, and it like allows you to pick like one of five smiley or sad faces to like uh-huh. measure like where you're at in the moment. And like then mm-hmm. there's all these different categories you can pick from like of like events that you like things that you did. Uh, I don't know, hung out. Oh, is uh, it dailyo? Yeah, maybe it is. You don't know. I think what it's it called. might be dailyo. Okay. It's Dalio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dalio is like a, it's a, it's a, a, what do you call it? It's like a micro diary app based on essentially yeah. buttons that you set. So it's like, oh, I want to track if I had a bad day, or I want to track if I had caffeine today, or I want to track if I went to the right. gym, or I want to track if I felt overwhelmed by sensory experiences, or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. You know? It gives you hard data. Um, and that's what you wanted. So, yeah, and then I, every once in a while, I'll put in an entry about like what my day was like and uh, what the trials of the day were, if anything really good happened. Um, but mostly, it's like I've been tracking like my sleep, and I've been waking up like between five and six thirty in the morning every day, um, which is new to for me. I think uh, yeah. and I like get up before Paige, and and like I, I, I don't know, like sometimes I'll do work, sometimes I'll just come to this office guest room and just like try to fall back asleep so i don't wake her um but but yeah it's uh just tracking why i might be feeling this way um but could also just be stress i don't know i don't feel that stressed but um i don't know we'll see i just started you just started i just started tracking it oh yes okay okay yes okay yeah so i don't know you probably know this or whatever but it's an interesting thing to me but um you know there's good stress and then there's bad stress but the good stress can sometimes feel different or it can feel like you feel guilty to feel stressed about it because it's good stress and good stress is like having healthy job stuff and and things that you're excited about but they take a lot of your mental energy and stuff so it's like you know you want to minimize your sources of of negative stress and and but you know good stress you don't want to overload yourself with it because if you're overburdened it can still cause a problem but you know it, it can be healthy to have good stress whereas negative stress is usually not healthy you know yeah, so you work- might it might just be that i've been working on like trying to like center and like give myself perspective on the things that are happening and it's like well you always try to come back to like well what's what's the worst that can happen and like does it how much does it affect you and why does it matter and like I've always like part of part of my therapy has been like having like a notepad, like a a note app um, log of like good things that happened, write down like good things that happened Mm -hmm. specifically for like when I started therapy was more like imposter syndrome, not feeling fulfilled at work and stuff like that. And um, just trying to remind myself that I am good at what I do. And so it was like a list of good things. Um, but then, then on the other, other thing, the other side is just like make a list of all the shit that you've endured and managed to make it through uh, professional and not, but, and just remember that like, if you can make it through that stuff, whatever's happening now, even though it's not concluded uh, you'll, you'll make it through one way or the other. And, and, and so it's like, it's a nice reminder going back to that list. Just like, oh yeah, I survived a lot of unfun situations, uh, and you know, it might not be great right now either, but um, we'll make it through. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like that's the thing is when you're when you're feeling bad, it can be so hard to access the other stuff. But also, just when you're feeling anything, it can be so hard to access like anything. I don't know. For me, at least, I guess I have ADD, so maybe it's different for other people. But I just need lists. Otherwise, I just like go like, oh, I have nothing. You know, it's like I, you know, for a couple years, I would even keep lists of like my friends because I was like, I, I don't have any friends. And it's like, well, you do, but it's just you can't think of any because they're not on a list, yeah, <laughs> which I is mean, crazy. But it's like, what, yeah, like if, it, if I, I like the last birthday party that I think I had, it was like at that laser tag 
place. And it was like, when I had to put a list together or like when I was like, who do you want to be there? I was like, I, I don't know. And then uh, like, I had to like really think about who, who we should ask. And, you know, so I, I, I like put down a running list of like people you like to have in a big group setting together uh, list. Um, but yeah, I, I totally understand that. Yeah. Well, oh boy. What's what's wrong? I just uh oh, here's what's wrong. We got a segment on this show where okay. we try and figure out what Kevin's deal is. Oh what his deal is? Yeah, do you know what Kevin's deal is, Steve? Like a contractual deal no like like what is deal like what his deal is what's your deal you know like what's up like what what's his yeah thing what's his yeah what's his yeah like what's your deal you know (laughs) you know wait are you asking me what my deal is no i'm asking i'm asking steve if he knows what i mean by what's your deal oh yeah i think i yeah i get it yeah okay so do you know what kevin's deal is do you have any idea you Um, probably know better than a lot of other people honestly i think kevin um kevin likes to to uh enjoy the like take take part in things that he enjoys uh keep keep quiet off the radar um and uh He's just a thoughtful guy who likes to keep to himself and do the things that he enjoys doing, which for all, like, I'm sure the audiences know that like Kevin has like a whole pinball room, you know, like that's a cool thing. Uh, just, wow. You, you, you keep your head down and, 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 you know, work hard, play hard. And Kevin certainly does both. I think uh, at least with pinball, the playing part what do you like about pinball kevin you know i I touched on this before and it's gonna make me sound really crazy if i answer this honestly but like so you know i worked for the company that made most of the pinball machines that are out you know williams ballet midway yeah and like i watched these things that people spent so much time on just slowly fall apart you know and it's like you know, there, there'd be a, a, some pinball machine, you know, that they made 10,000 of that today there's maybe three left, you know? And so there's part of me that just like is paranoid of like, Hey, if I don't preserve these things, they're going to be gone. You know? So like, I've got all the rarest ones from when I worked there. Like some of these, only made a few hundred of, I have like a prototype one. I have, you know, stuff like this. I don't even play pinballs at, at all. Like, I can't remember when the last time I was actually like, it's, it's been more than a year since I actually turned one on and played a game, but I get great joy at watching other people play them, you know? So whenever we have people over here, I turn them on and yeah, cool. love watching people play it, but I, I don't. And it's weird. Cause I actually, I'm pretty good at pinball. I used to, I won tournaments. I'm, you know, I'm not what? bad. Yeah. Wow. What kind of tournaments? Oh, I mean, this is back forever ago, but like, you know, back even before I moved to Chicago, when I lived in Nebraska, I won some state Adams family tournament once. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, the, the machine based on the, 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 Ad- the Adams the family 90s? pinball machine. You don't yeah, remember the that? Julia and Angelica machine? Houston yeah. movie. Yeah. The movie one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So Kevin's a fucking pinball wizard. Jesus Christ. And Not a pinball archivist. Um, well, this is interesting to me, which is um, something about you that seems to be revealing itself. Um, is it's something I, that I don't know. I feel like I have a, a similar quality where you 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 see problems and you feel like like no one else cares, and like this is either just going to not get solved, or I'm going to have to do something about it. Is that something you feel sometimes? Right. Like it's, but I talked about this like 20 episodes ago, but like, you know, I've got this basement full of old obsolete videotapes that are like pilots of TV shows that never aired and things like that. And I feel like this obligation to preserve these because like a couple of times I've like digitized them and reached out to the people who were in them and been like, Hey, I found a copy of this pilot you were in back in the seventies. 
And like the reactions I got from people were just so over the top of like, I never even saw this episode. Like I, you know, we worked on this for two months and I never even got to see the, the final work. So like, now I feel like this, this obligation of mine that I kind of feel the same way about these pinball machines now. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And then also Steve probably knows this, but Kevin also wants to, you know, his pipe dream is trying to get uh the heat vision and Jack remade or re-released or whatever. Right. The fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. So these are all these, you know, I don't know. I feel like they've read about this somewhere in some RPG as like a religion or like a paladin or something where it's like you're a champion of lost causes. Like they're doomed to fail, but like that's where your strength of worship comes from is like, you know, oh, but I'm gonna fight for this doomed thing and fail inevitably but yes. that's where i get my power it's like i don't remember what rpg or system or fictional kind of world or whatever it's from but that's definitely something i feel like i remember reading about something which is yeah it's kind of it's definitely relatable i definitely and maybe it's i don't know steve might be relatable it might be relatable for you too but it definitely is for me yeah but, i mean i go to toy stores and i'm like oh man i need to save this toy that i loved <laughs> that i used to have it's like save it from from what and it's just sitting on my shelf you know yeah that's the thing is realistically it's like this fantastical kind of thinking you know but i don't think it's inherently unhealthy but it's interesting i don't know what toys have you saved recently steve hmm what have i saved recently uh well i don't i mean oh boy i got some new stuff i like i bought i bought a waldron loki uh show figure because i thought that was Mm -hmm. fun um this isn't saving but i have a a, like a newer released rocketeer action figure that's fun nice my Um, mom used to like the rocketeer for some reason i don't really know why it's it's a cool movie especially if you don't know what you're getting into when you first when you put it on and you, you don't know mm-hmm. anything about it, it's like, Whoa, it takes a really fun turn. Uh, that you may not see coming or as a kid, I certainly didn't. Um, it was mm-hmm. definitely a movie I had on a lot as a kid. Yeah. I do have a jet pack. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. Wow. A jet, a jet pack, a rocket pack, a, rocket and a person pack. who wore it, you know, some sort of rocketeer even like, <laughs> yeah. What yeah. imagination. <laughs> a flying man a flying man yeah i don't remember seeing it. i don't know if i never saw it or if i just saw it when i was like incapable of forming memories or something but yeah i don't know uh man dash you know rendar. what oh what? sorry dash rendar from shadows of the empire if i see that figure anywhere i typically buy it so how many you got do you have a collection i've got at least two back there um yeah that's some star wars figures i don't know but but I, some of the stuff i don't think i have in here but like i i saw like a do you remember beanie babies yeah i, I, I found a, a piece beanie baby in beverly hills at like a local like it was like a like a mom and pop like everything store where you get like whatever whatever you need for your house and also like uh, supplies and hardware or whatever uh, and then and then um i saw on the shelf beanie babies i was like wow they, they re-released the original beanie baby line and i went and i looked at it and i was like and i looked at the year on it and it was from 1990 whatever i was like this is the original <laughs> one people used to like put these in cases and sell them for like hundreds of dollars and i and i went up there and i was like how much is this beanie baby and they're like ah eh. it's like I don't know, fifteen dollars. We just we found it in the back and put it out, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And I and I was like, "Yeah, I I I <laughs> I don't think they're worth anything." It's yeah, just cool. no, I remember the original one of my favorite the original ones. F- NFTs. Yeah, which yeah. beanie baby did you get? What was it? What kind was it? It was one of the bears, the peace bear. What oh, they call the tie dye. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they, you know, everyone thought they were gonna be uh, big, but there was no scarcity. I think was the problem. It's, there's just a ton of beating babies, so they, well, they, they never they really were tired manufacturing them after a certain period of time, 
they, they set their own market and then also released a book that you would buy and it would tell you the value of each one. So like they set their yeah. own market value. It, the whole thing was such a scam. It's so crazy that they got away with it. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, it, I had that book. Well, I didn't have it, but I, we had it at our store at the bookstore and it was like, it's so weird. That this is a book you could buy. And I don't know. It's weird just because like you think about prices and the idea that it's like, oh, it's just in the book and they don't change or whatever. is like really weird to kind of like the idea that, I mean, I know there's like Kelly blue book and stuff, but I mean, I'm sure that these days like internet and dynamically changes, right. Or something, but even those, they would change price every year or whatever. Right. I don't know, but yeah, it should. Anyway, I don't know at all. What's it like having a house? It's pretty wild yeah yeah i mean i've never had this much space it's nice to have an outside that you can sit out and not feel like you're inter- being intrusive to anybody or anything and privacy um especially during covid even though it seems like covid's over i don't know that's what that's what the internet says and the people roaming the streets without masks these days yeah and they're never who could be you know it's wild they've never been wrong before yeah so i mean maybe it is fine i mean i guess the th- the problem is just no one pays attention anymore so like unless things really changed obviously we wouldn't know but like realistically we're at a number of deaths per day that is you know where it was when we were hunkering down and not doing stuff so it's right. like and we don't treat that like it's bad we go like yeah it's it's fine but it's like no we're just fine with it now which is you know if you're fine with it whatever who cares i i i the thing is i am so aghast i have to like reset my expectations where it's like yeah everyone's done with the pandemic whatever but it's like fuck's sake people come on it's just like it's all right in front of us none of this is a surprise or a secret it's not like a trick we're not being lured by COVID into a trick thinking it's safe. We're doing this, you know, it's our idiocy, you know? And so like, uh, and so, you know, for a while I was just so mad and now it's like, well, you know, whatever, especially since the government doesn't even care. It's like, if, if they're not signaling that it's something that's important, you can't get too mad at people for thinking it's not that important. You know, it's like, who's going to tell them otherwise? I don't know. I'm not going to do it. I don't fucking but it sucks i've been trying to still stay you know away from people and not go inside for very long my thing is i try to just not if i go inside it's just for a short period of time like five minutes or less because it's like i'm probably not breathing a ton even if there's sick people or whatever you know if i'm wearing my mask and and also i wear an n95 mask everywhere now with the real n95 not kn95s the real ones you know from 3m american company <laughs> uh, no but the thing is I, I don't know if i've talked about i guess i probably talked about this on the show but you get the proper 3m n95 mask they got these two stretchy plastic straps that don't fit over your ears they go around your head and they have this kind of foam strip over the kind of nose strip and it's and they're just circular they're inherently circular they're not two flat pieces welded together like the you know kn95s which are fine i'm not complaining about those but they're so comfy comfy it's like wearing a fucking cadillac on my face like the n9 like the official n9 they're just so comfortable and i'm just so mad that like you know no one there was never any updated guidance saying like hey we're not having those same supply issues where no one can get real n95 masks and so you shouldn't even wear you know because that was the initial guidance don't wear surgical don't wear n95 because they're too rare but now it's fine you know and just you should say it's fine to wear n95 masks they're so fucking comfortable if people were wearing them i think we'd have less complaints about the masks like i again don't come i haven't complained about the surgical masks, the cloth masks, any of them they've had a lot of problems but i've been all like yeah it's not the end of the world it's okay but this is legitimately comfortable it's not uncomfortable and so it's like we could be 
styling out this pandemic wearing masks and not giving a fuck you know it's i don't it's it's insane kevin has paused his video are you paused steve can you can no you, my okay. my camera crashed i'll be back just a second kevin's camera's it. crashed the thing is oh, this no. has happened before and the last time it happened it looks like he's fixing it but last time we were worried that maybe if he did too much shit to try and troubleshoot it it would like kill the record which is mm. the only record we have of the show because we're not recording on our end you'll remember steve that we didn't ask you to record on your end or anything that's because we don't do that we record on the zoom and i'm just talking to fill time that's all i do but while i'm doing that i'm just remembering that that happened one time and i was like uh oh but now we're after good. that it uh kevin did get it to fix and this time is no different he got it to fix Kevin's the fix man. He's the pinball wizard. I can't get over this. I can't get over what we're learning to today. Is Kevin's a pinball wizard? Steve has a house. Like this is incredible. I I don't know. You know I don't know what to do. Um, I have a question. What? Yeah. How are you? What's going on? Oh, I'm bad. I'm I'm awful. But it's fine. Um, Why are you bad? What's happening? I, you know, I've, my life's been a stagnant, uh, more ass. And anytime I think about expending effort on things that might help, I'm like, eh, what if I just waste it? And then other people are like, Hey, Spencer, you want to waste a lot of effort on nothing? And I'm like, yeah, let's just do that. You know? <laughs> and so it's I'm not blaming other people is it's, it's, it's all my fault. But you know, it's just like you, nothing, you, you know, nothing you had something in development, you know, like, did that? Is that still ongoing? Yeah, but you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never positive about any of this stuff until you know, I fucking get paid, son, you know, I do, that's, yeah. I mean, I don't know, you you probably remember from Harmon Quest, but I was just always worried about it until we were like in production. And then even when we got like renewed, I was worried about it. And then it came true, you know, like we made the fucking second season and then CISO died or whatever. So it's like, I've always been really wary of any of this stuff and not try to count on it because yeah, you know, I mean, it's not healthy, but I just know that like superstitiously, I'm like, if I, you know, accept it's a good thing that's happening, uh, it'll be, I'll be punished by God. So that's not healthy because then I can't, I can't appreciate, you know, the good things in my life, but you know, it is a, a brain pattern that I have. Um, but you know, but yeah, but I talk about where I'm at all the show, you know, you don't listen to the show, which you, again, you shouldn't, I'm not blaming you, but the listeners they know is all i fucking do is complain about the stupidest fucking shit non-stop that's the whole show and and i'd love to complain what what can i complain about is there anything to come i don't even know what i've been doing this past week i've been listening to a lot of podcasts i've been playing a lot of this elden ring game you playing elden oh, yeah. ring steve i've been seeing stuff about it i have not it's been fun. fun it's really hard but it's fun i've been punching everybody it's fun <laughs> to punch everybody um but I was talking about like there's this problem in Elden Ring with the punching where you I don't know what it is I think it's a hitbox thing like because you don't want the characters to like get stuck on each other right so usually in the programming of the game they have it like if the characters are overlapping their hitboxes or their models they'll push from away from each other to kind of not stay and get stuck or something I don't know exactly how it is I just you know uh, whatever but but I think something about that is interacting with fist weapons because fist weapons are gloves that are on your hands of your character model, okay. you know, so whereas a sword kind of extends out of your character model and is an extension of your arm, like your fists are not very much extensions of your arm. You have this thin layer of this metal glove or whatever, you know, so if you punch someone, your your fist, your, your hitbox will collide with theirs. And I think that'll sometimes push you away from their hitbox because it doesn't want you to get stuck or whatever. I think that's what's happening. I'm not sure. I that's don't think it happens specific. as much. Yeah, I don't think it happens as much with the other weapons because I don't think they have the same hitbox issues because the weapons don't. It doesn't care where the weapon is. The weapon just goes through their model and can't get stuck. You know, you but your feet class? might. What? 
Are you a brawler class? Basically, that's the thing. I only use like punch weapons. I only use this weapon called the Cestus, basically, or the Spike Cestus. And it's very fun. I don't know. It's not, it's hard, but it's, it's not, the game's not as hard as the other Dark Souls games, I guess. But it's really fun to punch people. And I like it more than all the other weapons. But the range is just dick. It just sucks, you know. Um, but you heard it here but first, the, folks. It's really fun to just punch people. It is. I was Episode like, title. I love in video games i love punching people i love it in halo you know when you can melee people yeah. i would always be meleeing enemies all the time even when it was a really bad idea you know in a firefight and multiplayer when it's like all i do is unload the assault rifle into this guy and he's dead it's like no i'm just gonna come up and try and fucking pistol whip him even if i get killed it's because it's fun to me and especially in shooting that. games it's fun you know because it's just funny the idea that other people are using guns and then you're you know trying to punch them you you know and uh in red dead redemption i was really trying to punch uh really hard for a long time <laughs> i eventually switched to to guns but for the first like quarter or a third of the game i was punching almost everybody and it was just the same thing it's just really funny to imagine like we're in the old west and here's like a cabin full of 15 bandits with long rifles and you know i'm just like Rah! running into them the whole, just yeah yeah being filled with bullets you know it's like you get shot like 12 times and then you know you're you in red dead it's funny because you eat food to heal yourself so i'm like eating cheese while taking like fire <laughs> just like i'm just full of like 70 bullets like seven like i'm i'm five pounds heavier in metal and seven pounds heavier in like three wheels of cheese that i've just eaten you know and then i punch everybody to death and it's then a, sometimes you know you drink alcohol to like slow time down or whatever it's just it's so funny or in borderlands you can melee people sometimes there's some melee builds for a couple of the characters it's just anytime you can do it i fucking love it and so play, yeah oh sorry did you play crackdown oh. on xbox no what even is that is that xbox crackdown was like this microsoft game that you 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 power up by like the more stuff that you do mm -hmm. and like one of the things that you can power up is like your strength also your jump but it like makes you into a superhero there are all these great weapons you level up too but if you just I, like i never liked using the weapons it's way more fun to just like punch someone and then they go flying you know yeah it's just funny to punch was crackdown like a beat-em-up game i feel like maybe i played no, that it was like an open world sci-fi gta huh. kind of thing okay. where you're like taking down uh uh gangs in like some future Futuro City, and you get all these crazy vehicles you can drive. Um, and then you have like targets that you like take out within the gangs and try to make your way up to the top of the gang and clear the streets. Yeah. Yeah. I've never played it, I guess. I, I thought it was a different game. I, I guess I don't know what I the it's game worth, I was thinking. It's worth I used to as a kid, like it wasn't like a freshman in high school or eighth grade or whatever it was. I would like put on music and just play crackdown. It was just very calming for me because like, mm -hmm. there's a lot of collectibles too, which also upgrade your character and make you faster, stronger, all this stuff. Once you become like a combination of Spider-Man and the Hulk, then you're like, <laughs> you're really crushing it. It's really fun yeah there's a bunch of games that were like i guess the ones i'm thinking about were more like ps2 xbox 360 area but it was just yeah about you kind of like freeform building out your character in all these different ways and becoming like impossibly powerful but anyway the thing with the punching in um elden ring is that like okay so the hitbox thing that i was talking about it, it like you know it also is like it goes around their legs like a like an army man figurine you know how they have that plastic circle under their legs you know right there's kind of like a hitbox like that so if you jump at someone and your hitboxes would collide you kind of slide out of each other but because they're standing with their legs apart like there's this point like right in their dick area in their crotch where you would collide with it with your fist but because your fist is your hitbox and their dick is their hitbox it forces you apart and the game forces you to miss your dick punch way more than you should and Do if you, you use damage? A, what does the dick deal damage no you punch their dick because you're using fists instead of swords or other weapons right so if you use any other weapon because it's not your 
fist in your hitbox and you do the attack on their dick you'll hit their dick with the sword with the spear with the, the skull that's on a stick with the punching dagger with the three toe like with the three-headed flail you'll hit with the ice axe you'll hit the golden halberd any of these weapons you hit with but with the fist weapon because it's your hitbox you can't punch the dick you can stab the dick you can't punch the dick but you can it just is way harder it's like it, the dicks have force fields against punches and so like anytime i'm fighting a boss there are these giant guys that are two to three times size, smarter salt bigger than you so like your eye level is like at their dick levels and you can't punch them in the like you can't punch them right in the most obvious spot to punch it's really frustrating as a guy who plays this game exclusively by punching to constantly be thwarted when i'm going in for this dick punch on a really difficult boss fight you know it's but but ultimately it's just funny because you know these games have a reputation for being difficult and it's like yeah i punched everybody to death and then you know it's just kind of hopefully makes everyone feel worse about their accomplishments is I think what I'm going for, you know, just a general diminishment and belittling of other people's achievements. Oh yeah. I get that. You know? Yeah. It's the only way I can feel good about myself. You know, speaking about feel good about myself, we got to go for an ad. Oh, hello. And goodbye. I guess, do we have another ad, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, we do. No, okay, yeah, we do. okay, 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 okay. And another ad. Hey there, Shadow Runners. My name is Code Three One Three Eight One Eight Seven One Seven Three Two Six Two, and I'm the leading cyberpunk man of the year. And I am, I am a proud winner of this award. And here it is. It pops out of this compartment in my leg that also holds a shotgun and a cyber bomb. I got a new thing coming for you tonight. It's the Cyberpunk Mega Zone on Shrub Home Video coming up soon. All the cyberpunky megazony bits that you're fit to print baby all of my exploits that's right me code three one three seven one seven eight one eight three four five two uh and that's the same number you could go back and check go ahead hit the 30 seconds back button and verify you'll know that it's right uh use the promo code goblin flakes for cyberpunk megazode on Trob home video and or my name is in code three one three. And we're back. Oh man, you know we love our advertisers. And, and you know, we're glad to be part of the Shrob Home video block. Uh we're glad that they haven't kicked us to the curb. Or, you know, do we uh secretly despise them for not setting us free from this torment, this Jeff Davis uh Jeff Davis inflicted curse, you know. Who knows? I, either way. Um but we do appreciate uh our sponsors. And so yeah, uh did you know anything about this Kevin, the Cyberpunk megazone i mean i know that it starts tonight at 7 15 pacific 10 15 eastern and it's a brand new cyberpunk megazone which is the first time in more than i think two years there's been a new one so we're, okay. we're very excited yeah i'm excited but if you're listening to this podcast it's already happened so this is what you get for missing out on the live show yeah yeah if you miss if you listen to the podcast then uh Shrop home video is this free form kind of flowing streaming block that mostly just goes away forever and you know sometimes there's reruns but you just got to be here and it's a i don't know you know just throw it on on your tv it's connected to a computer somehow i don't know you know people can do that these days it just just have it on in the evening it's like a fun party time and everyone loves it and that's that's the word baby oh yeah Oh, oh, so Kev, uh, I keep calling Steve Kevin. I'm so bad with names. That's all good. It's not, well, it's, it's fine in this con, like, you're not going to be overly offended because you get it. But like a lot of times there's a problem. There's this guy, Anthony Alfonso. And yeah. anytime I try and think of his name, I think of Alfonso, which is his last name. And then I think of this kid that I've known since second grade, whose name was Alfonso and he joined, but his first name was Alfonso and he joined the army and um there's this like flag that there's these flags that would or pennants or something that would that would put all the names of people who joined the army 
or died in the army i don't know let's just say join and assume he's not dead um but they'd put it all throughout town like when new recruits would join or something in moore park the town i grew up in and so i would see his name alfonso on the thing sometimes and i would be like oh man i knew that guy in second grade and i guess he's in the army now that's so strange like you know you just kind of pass through people's lives or whatever um but it was really weird so anytime i try to think of his name that's exactly what i think about it that exact sequence of thoughts and i never land on his real name which is anthony and so then, so then it just looks like i'm trying to think of his name is really obvious to him that i'm trying to think of his name and it's like how does he not know my name like we worked together for so long we were worked pretty closely together and i know his name it's just like in the moment i just am constantly fucking up anyway I do. I don't know why I brought him up. Oh, because I fucked up your name. Yeah. Anyway, but you were going to tell us. You're gonna, he, what? He's, he, I'm working with Anthony again. Yeah. I. He's yeah. Our, I mean, uh, production manager on Rick and Morty. He's doing a, Yeah. It sounds like all you guys job. are having a real great time. Have you gone um, up with him? what a little bit yeah we've we we worked on a i'm I'm doing one of the things that i was i guess this is technically development but it's more pitching one of the things we were pitching um we had him help uh give us notes on and he had some good notes and stuff cool yeah the best yeah yeah no he's great he's really cool i mean you know and he's a good artist and stuff too anyway you know you guys don't know about anthony uh kev uh kevin (laughs) steve yeah steve you were gonna tell us you know we we forgot to tell us uh tell the you know tell the folks why you were on the show to begin with you had you know you have this secret project that you were wanting to promote i mean you said you couldn't talk about the things you had in production but there's got to be at least some of the things you can say you had kevin like uh you sent a clip so is there anything you can talk about before you know before it goes live or before the public announcement or whatever right um it's uh partially it's an animated movie you know things are moving in it um it's got a great cast uh working with some some friends and uh yeah i don't know it's just a short clip well you know i a lot about it yeah i don't i didn't i haven't watched it so i mean i if there's any does it need to be set up at all um it's a it's just a it's a really beautiful movie it's it's charmingly funny at times and it'll really make you think in the end i think okay this is uh i guess uh, kevin play uh play Steve's thinking clip. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right that's enough of that oh my God. so how did you shoot was that all practical <laughs> how did you shoot the kid in the wheelchair falling into the water it's amazing right yeah um, i thought you said this was animated i mean i guess there's you know cg but yeah well no that's a real that's a real alien it's the kid that's cg animated <laughs> wow that how does shot, that happen that whole shot is uh in maya um <laughs> no oh, wow. that's just the classic paul rudd stolen bit from so if you're listening to the podcast which and i do think of this as a podcast even though more people watch it than listen to the podcast if you're listening to the podcast think about that you're actually in the minority and i appreciate you and you're probably better than the live people who watch because the live people who watch they use the shrub hope video discord so they're you know gonna be bad people um and you know they should honestly tune off turn turn off the channel and not watch the cyberpunk megazone you know just because of being bad and uh anyway what was i trying to say i got lost in uh spite you know it's it's, it's bad it's a bad place it's bad you guys this whole thing is bad what a bad show 
I don't know, Steve. I'm so sorry. I, I brought no. you on to have a good shot, a good time with the with We're the audience, fun. And the friends. I haven't. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen you in this. Like I haven't seen you. We've done me. Time, me and but... Steve have had a couple Zoom meetings that we've been on yeah. together. Where Shrub is having a table reads for for fun stuff. Um, I yeah. don't think it's anything serious. Who knows? It's kind of like it's just been fun. We also um, talked but, about your pilot, your animated pilot. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. I've I, I've talked a little bit about oh you know if you follow me on Twitch you guys sometimes I talk about secret stuff that I don't talk about anywhere else because I'm like well you know, 12 people are watching this and the video gets deleted forever in a week. So I can be a bit more candid about stuff. So, you know, if you want to cancel me, that's a good place to hide out, you know, and then look for clues. <laughs> oh, another thing, Steve, you don't know this, but uh, when I stream for video games, I have a series of clues leading to my various crimes <laughs> that I pepper throughout the stream <laughs> <laughs> that the audience can really dig into so you have your own that's like, code happening yeah it's like a fun thing when i was a kid there was this book i don't i think it was called animalia do you guys remember animalia the book it was like a picture book i think that sounds familiar, so familiar yeah. Not i animals. say picture book but it was like an art book like it was glorious beautiful huge watercolor paintings of like like landscapes and plants and 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 like uh like savanna tropes and animals just tons of animals and the whole thing was just kind of like it was almost like a where's waldo book for adults almost like i don't know if it was for adults but it had more of kind of an adult look to it because it's watercolors it's like realish realism watercolor art of animals you know and uh and it had like secrets hidden throughout it and at the end it was like there's the fucking secrets go back and check the secrets and then figure out this riddle and i could never figure out it it was like super complicated for like my dumb kid brain i don't know oh yeah so so do you have that on screen kevin yes. animalia but yeah grain base i was i knew grand base was attached to this somehow but it's just i don't know uh the, like i said there are secrets and hidden animals and stuff and the puzzle in the end and i never solved it and i always wanted to i don't know you know who knows what the puzzle was it was probably just saying like hey what's up good job or something you know but in my mind it was always like a clue to like a contest that if you solved the puzzle like someone would give you a prize that's what i thought it was but i'm sure that's not the case who knows but animalia i wonder if anyone in the audience remembers any of that stuff no one remembers it though none of you guys anyway we gotta try food kevin we we do a show with steve i wanted to get you some food but we do a segment on the show called show and taste where yeah. we try food that kevin sent me in the mail uh we should come up with a better name for respecting the fact that we try food kevin sends me in the mail like yes like it's always mail time meal time food yeah i wouldn't say expired should I you know expiration dates are capitalist propaganda or something oh yeah yeah if you want to go grab and grab something feel free yeah we'll and talk us through it you know it's fun to describe food and stuff if you want yeah okay let me see what i got i'll be back all right so so you you come back while steve's gone we're gonna try what do you want to try first kevin do you want to try the brown or the green i'm gonna go for the green okay so we got these technically kevin said they're oreo brand yeah pirouette style cookies these kind of you know um straw tube oh uh. yeah so yeah they're, they they kind of look i mean they're, they're they're oreo branded but nothing oreo like this is sold i don't think the i don't think oreo's ever sold anything like this here yeah but and yeah, it comes with bulbasaur flavor and charmander flavor and bulbasaur looks to be like probably matcha or green tea and then uh charmander is chocolate and yeah, that's so what it looks like talking for a second so the camera cuts to me here so you can see what yeah, these look sorry. like no it's oh. all good it's um but yeah these are the two flavors we got so I'm, yeah i'm guessing it's it's chocolate and tea but who knows yeah gotta be right but we're gonna try the green one first that's bulbasaur and oh and on the back it has a little punch out bulbasaur head that's really adorable yeah i'm loving this everybody else but us gets the best stuff people actually the, here's the thing in other countries people actually care because it's not just a fucking hollow empty fucking scam to just drain people of their lives you know it's like yeah. no we actually just want to make cookies <laughs> like 
We aren't yeah. using cookies as a way to dominate the world and destroy the planet. Yes. You know? So well, anyway, Spencer, you want to taste back. it first? Did yeah. Did you grab anything, Steve? I grabbed this thing from my fridge. Vegan buffalo dip from Trader Joe's. You got anything to dip with in? I brought regular wheat thins. Nothing weird. Okay. So it it looks dirtier. I'm just showing this up. It looks dirtier than it looked in the picture, but that's to be expected. It's, yeah. it's pretty brown. Not very much green. I'm eating... And Spencer's tastes, tasting it now. If you guys want to yeah. try these at home too, uh, these were sent to us by the Exotic Soda Company. So it's exoticsodaco.com. Uh, they didn't pay us for this, but they sent us boxes and boxes of snacks. And they're giving you anybody who signs up to buy something from them, if they use coupon code that happens, you get 15% off at exoticsodaco.com. Yeah, man. Ooh. If you want to try this crazy stuff, they got it. Um, but so the wafer is, you know, classic wafer, lightly sweet. It has a bit of bitterness, probably like kind of like a dark chocolate or kind of like a intentional bitter notes or cocoa powder, maybe. And then you get the tea. The tea is also bitter. You get the bitter herb of the green tea. I think it's probably more tea than matcha, but it might be matcha too. But it does taste kind of more like an herbaceous kind of, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you the difference between matcha and tea and green tea anyway. You know, Surprisingly like, not sweet. You right. know, like yes, it's, this it's, one, it has a little bit of sweetness in the syrup. Uh, sorry, Kevin, I cut you off. No, no, it's, 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 you know, a lot of the ones we've had so far were either super salty or super sweet. This is not, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, Steve, you want to crack open yours um, and talk us sure. through it a little bit, but yeah, pretty, pretty kind of bitter and, and mild sweetness, but it's like a pretty mellow flavor with, yeah, a nice kind of herbal note is kind of, I'd say this is a good one unless you want candy. Well, let's see. What is this? It, this is get, made of. I don't know what buffalo sauce is normally made of, but this is made of cauliflower, cayenne pepper, distilled vinegar, salt, dried garlic, red peppers, pumpkin seed kernels, and sunflower. You know, just a bunch of weird wow. shit. Yeah. So buffalo sauce is basically like vinegar and um like all sorts of like hot sauce and then like so not uh, buffalo butter and stuff usually or something here we go it's a weird consistency yeah well it's a cauliflower and nut grinding into a paste it's like a cauliflower paste it sounded like it's like um i don't know what to compare it to um like a how spicy it's got a good kick to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's flavorful. I don't know how to describe it. Is I'm it cheesy? No. It's vegan. Yeah, so it's like a cooling kind of vegetable kind of medley, I, I'd imagine. Kind of like an, a planty kind of, you know, pumpkin yeah. seeds definitely have like a planty kind of taste to them, I would say. More of a green kind of like like a sunflower seed crossed with more of like a green kind of plant flavor. It's good, but I don't know how to describe it. It's like the consistency of like, um, uh, what's the, like a potato salad, but not the potatoes yeah. itself. Like mayonnaise? Like yeah i guess yeah okay what, what how 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 vinegary would you say it is uh, not too vinegary because i typically don't like vinegar yeah but, but buffalo sauce you'd expect it to have some vinegar right let's see let's see i'm cracking open the other one it's a little vinegary yeah you still do your olive rating scale steve <laughs> no i mean i get asked about it all the time still but i'm not reading things that was just a fun year i think yeah fun few months you know all of time um yeah man i was thinking i that past uh, like a couple weeks ago i was thinking about um i guess i don't know we probably did a last towards the end but there's a lot of photoshopping people used to like make weird photoshops and send them to each other in the group texts back in the the older days do you remember yeah, that those are fun yeah that was always what i was <laughs> but the 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 olive videos were in a, the, the same kind of vibe but it's like i i always remember like there would be funny yeah dan liked to make like weird 
funny photos and videos like ads almost and stuff and we riff yeah. on them and stuff yeah man but you know what's better than that charmander flavored japanese oreo branded pirouette style chocolate wafer tube cookies that sounds wow great. i'm impressed with myself for landing that without any real stumbles you know i was kind of just off the dome there but i think that's a good you know thing these smell a lot sweeter right kevin don't you think they do but they don't they smell like something that's not chocolate what is what does that smell oh they smell like marshmallow ground pokemon yeah that's the ground pokemon <laughs> um it's it's dried ditto they use dried ditto powder which people don't know this but ditto is actually uh made out of bone marrow pokemon bone marrow is that true? Um, and eventually, you know, it seeps out and it forms a ditto. No, that's not true. That could be true. Oh. I, I want to do like the Marowak like Cubone thing. Yeah, I guess this is like maybe a YouTube thing, but I want to do kind of stuff that's more around like just talking about like video game lore, just because I think that there's a lot of interesting video game lore just to think about. Not just like, isn't this crazy? But just like, man, New Donk City is an insane thing to think about in the mario world someone built new donk city and so they built it and you know was it built by the great apes the donkey kong apes you know you know i don't know just like i i, I don't know there's just fun it's it's not i guess i never it's even a lot made that connection donk to be yeah it was donk it was like donkey kong yeah uh okay. anyway let's let's see you did you take a bite of these yeah Kevin? I, I took a Talk us through it. What, what, what do you think? I mean, it's very dark chocolate, but it's got it's got a taste that I'm I'm having trouble placing. It's it's not cocoa powder. It's not. It's kind of like this earthy. Could be human feces. Could be. Could yeah, be. I think it's human feces. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe like I don't think I've ever had carob, but I get what you mean. It doesn't taste like real. It tastes kind of like fake American chocolate almost, or something. Almost like Where molasses, a little bit in there. Hmm yeah to me it tastes like it might have a little bit of cocoa powder but yeah it's more of like i i smelled vanilla earlier and it is more like just kind of like a just like a general kind of sweetness you know right corn starchy it's a very earthy kind of i don't know like like almost like something that's been like browned sugar i, I don't mean like brown sugar but i mean like you know it, it's sugar that's been heated until it's it's half burnt kind of it's a really yeah, hard I to explain I think it is chocolate, but it just is not typical in any way. It, it barely tastes like chocolate, but not it's, I don't think it's unpleasant. I think this is great. I'd probably eat these whole thing. I don't think yeah, I, would, I, I will too. It's just, it's, it's confusing to me. It's, it's almost like a chocolate breakfast cereal, you know, like, right. Yes, or yes, something. yes. Where it's like this fake, it's like, this isn't chocolate. It's like Windex or something. It's like chocolate Windex or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Steve, Steve. Yeah wheat thins are those your favorite what other crackers you like you know i like a uh, triscuit you know you like triscuits yeah oh yeah i'm a big cracker guy i, li I like all the crackers Talk there's this one that crackers. albro introduced me to from trader joe's it's like an olive and fig cracker it's pairs wow. really well with all sorts of cheeses and stuff highly recommend yeah olive and fig both go with cheeses right so that's natural man i haven't been to trader joe's in a long time i am i don't know isn't there one i feel like what yeah there's one pretty close but even before the pandemic man i feel like people really were just in your shit or like blocking everywhere there's just people are just all over the fucking place in trader joe's and i just didn't even yeah. like it back then back when people weren't radioactive and now <laughs> you know the air is poison um i'm like yeah i'm not going to fucking trader joe's i might like i don't know i have never ordered food from trader joe's i don't know if they even do that but i maybe would be willing to do that but i you know trader joe's for sure is the kind of place you'd like to just walk around and grab stuff you know yeah discover all their weird things that they sell yeah but we're out of time you got anything to plug steve um yeah, I want to plug being kind. You know, I feel like sometimes, especially nowadays, there's a lack of, of kindness, you know? Just, just consider others, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm going to plug. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm not that kind. I don't know. I think you consider others a, a, a tremendous amount. Yeah. I think that's part of part, part of uh, your anxieties sometimes is like you want, you don't want to do the wrong thing for somebody. Yeah, you're definitely thinking sure. about others before you're thinking about yourself, I think. Yeah. What about you, Kevin? Um, plugging. So stick around for more Shrub Home Video. We've got all new shows coming up next and then even more next week. So if you're listening to this podcast, check us out Sunday evenings at shrubhomevideo.com. And speaking of kindness, there's a place that you could think of as the epitome of kindness. The, the Spitreon. That's right. The nexus of spite that is my Patreon. The kindest place on the earth. If you're feeling particularly kind, give me money. I need it to live. Um, because kindness is in short supply. But kindness can't buy a house. All right. Um, let's get out of here. Kevin, as we always end the show. Uh, Steve, as we always end the show. Kevin and Steve, both of you. As we always end the show, the same way every week with a really well thought out idea in this case a famous saying by the great thomas alva edison who said yeah no no i'm not gonna go with that quite it's not even funny okay here's the thing here's just an idea i've had which is you know the the more things change the more things stay the same you know we used to say stuff like uh, shakespeare used to say stuff like uh you know like turnabout is fair play you know and these days we say stuff like uh, my man just hit him with the reverse card from uno or something you know but it's the same shit, you know it's like isn't that interesting goodbye everybody <laughs>